right, we have we have special guests with us today. One of them's Baby Yoda. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? If you're not watching on video, you're not going to get that. Um, yeah. It's but uh, yeah. Um, no, we've got two buddies of ours that that we've done ministry with and we've known for a while. And a lot of times when we're preparing for episodes, we even collaborate with them and get their opinions on things. So um, and they they also make uh, social media content of their own. So this is Luke and Renee. And um, welcome to behind the curtain. guys. We'll share their information on our on our podcast page so you can go follow them if you wish. Uh, if they say something that impresses you today, no pressure, guys um <laughs> luke actually on now this is the first time luke has been in front of the camera for us uh, but he actually has helped us with a couple episodes yep um sure i still did. remember that first one yep yeah we had cool. like a we had like a dry run and a pilot and luke <laughs> was there for both of those that yeah. first one was bad no one will ever hear that <laughs> no oh i remember yeah 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 <laughs> Dude, so I could. It was well, so actually, I heard about it. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, the room was so cramped, dude. It was... Yeah, we had the smallest possible room. We shoved a table in there, yeah. <laughs> hooked up two good, mics. Good times. So here we are a year later talking about what are we talking about tonight, Ryan? Yeah, we are talking about extraterrestrials. Oh! Um, it's gonna Aliens, be interesting, bro. So this is this is the trendy thing to do right now, man. We're hopping on the bandwagon, and yeah, that's um, what people want to hear, man. Here's gotta... the thing: uh, if if you guys have listened, not you guys, Luke and Renee, but uh, our audience that has stuck with us for a while, that you maybe you've listened to the past twenty episodes, um, you probably know already how Josh and I feel about aliens. We're we're not we're not. Um, I would call myself skeptic skeptical a little bit, but. Uh, but we're we're open to it. We like we enjoy discussing it. We enjoy speculating and stuff. And uh, as always, we'll have kind of a practical note at the end of this. But um, a lot of people are making videos and content right now, especially Christians that are saying like, "Hey, in light of the all the congressional hearings and things that are going on, all the whistleblowers coming out and Navy footage and all this stuff." Um, what's the Christian response to it? And our audience is Christian. So that's why we're doing this. Um, but what does it mean theologically? What does it mean as Christians? And so um, we, we also, you guys probably get tired of just listening to me and Josh rant about stuff. So we brought mm-hmm. these guys on to, to give us to maybe a more well-rounded. Yeah, to rant, yeah. to hear yeah. their rants. Yeah. Y'all may have, <laughs> y'all may have complaints and concerns that Josh and I have not thought about. So no, nah, in all seriousness, it's going to be fun. And, um, Looking forward to what you guys have to say. So let's just rip the Band-Aid right off uh, and start by let's asking aliens, um, what are they? I mean, are they real? <laughs> let's answer the only question that we don't know. Yeah, let's wrap this up. <laughs> we can wrap this episode up real quick. But no, I, I think I think the more accurate way to say it is, should Christians believe in aliens? Because a lot of people feel very strongly about this. A lot of people will say, um, and Josh and I have addressed this before, there's no such thing as aliens. Um, they're, they're demons or they're angels or they're spirits or whatever. And we try to fit it in this like Christian box, right? That, that this lens, you know, and, uh, and so some people say it's only demons and some people say that's not even real. Right. Uh, but anyway, so, so the whole alien thing 
I feel like everybody has a different def- definition and it might be fun to talk about that for a second. Just how, how, what do you think of with aliens and, uh, and what should Christians think about it? How should we kind of approach that? Luke, you go first. <laughs> it's I like, love it. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Renee's like, it's like, I'm going to wait and see what Luke says. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think it's one of those things where I really think the important question is, man, is your faith shaken? When we're hearing about all this stuff coming out about aliens, I think that's uh, more so the question that we should be really answering. And I kind of, as I was kind of thinking and praying and um, just as all this stuff was kind of happening, you know, we we just don't know with everything. But I can say, I think the verse that kind of I would like to reference um, is Romans 8, 38, 39. um, And it kind of just seals it up for me. It's kind of like. Uh, the be all end all kind of for me, but uh, says, for I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Ultimately, our existence is to be loved by the Lord, to fellowship with God. And so if nothing else can separate that, um, I'm not really that honestly concerned about all the other stuff. It's fascinating. Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't look into this stuff and we shouldn't question this stuff and we shouldn't um, ask others about this stuff, but uh, it's not really um, something that keeps me up at night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great, great answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's a good point. I think, I think that's a, uh, which is, which is what we're saying. What should Christians think about it? I think a lot of people are scared that if like, say there were irrefutable evidence to drop right now. Like we all got an email that said, here it is, man. Here's a, here's an alien right here. He's standing in front of the white house, shaking Biden's hand, you know, uh, what would that mean for Christianity? Right. Uh, and a lot of people are like, what, what does that do to our faith or what does that do to our belief? And the truth is it doesn't do much, you know, it's, there are things that are, you know, there are, like you said, where it says nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. There are absolute statements in the Bible. And that would include, even things we don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good grounded foundational verse to to go to that you know, it doesn't matter what comes up. We're we're always our faith is in Christ and and even if there is something that's created we don't know about or haven't seen or never heard of like it doesn't that doesn't matter. It's not going to affect my faith in any way or it shouldn't. I I think I think the problem that certain Christians have with the alien topic seems to be people that are like very um, almost like how Heiser talked about how, how inspiration, the doctrine of inspiration is and, and like people that if it's not in the Bible, then it doesn't exist or something <laughs> or like Alberino talks about, you know, it's like there's no quantum mechanics in the, in the Bible. So, you know, I don't know. I think, I think it's just those people that have like a very narrow view of like, okay, the Bible is all there is. If it's not in there, then it doesn't exist. And so when something pops up that's not referenced in the narrative of scripture, they freak out and malfunction. And uh, But I love what Alvarino says. He's like, dude, like just because something's not in the Bible, that doesn't mean anything. Like the Bible is a specific message about Christ and the gospel. All the other things that are in this world that we experience, you know, it, it's, it might not be addressed. Mm-hmm. Josh, that's very good. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about um, 
it's just funny because I could see myself from whenever I was, you know, an infant in Christ, you know, pursuing Jesus. And now where I am now, you know, uh, I think like 14, 15 years later, I forgot when I got saved. But anyways, somewhere along that line. And I remember when I was, uh, you know, a baby in the faith, I didn't really want to tackle this issue at all. I didn't want to tackle it because I was still learning about the faith. I was still learning about the Bible. But I also had that worldview that, man, if the Bible doesn't say anything about it, then I can't believe it. Like everything that the Bible says, that's it. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, the Bible's not authoritative and it's not the written word of God. Again, I'm not saying that it's not true. That's not what I'm saying. But as I got older and I went to Bible college and everything, I started to, to see that, you know, when people or especially atheists, whenever, whenever they try to come at the Bible from a scientific lens, they say, well, because scientifically this can't happen. So that means the Bible is not true. But what they fail to realize is that the Bible is not a science book. You know, the Bible is not a mathematic book, right? You're not going to go in and, and see a squared plus B squared equals C squared. Like you're not going to go to Bible because that's not the context of the Bible. So, you know, as I started to learn more and more about the Bible and the context of it, it started to help me grow in my faith because I started to realize that, you know what, like, even though that the Bible doesn't say it, that doesn't mean it's not real. Because even if they are real, let's just throw it a big if right now, you know, because we're just starting this. But let's just say even if they are real, that doesn't hinder my faith anymore, because I know that my God's a big God. And if they are real, then I know that the God that I serve, Yahweh, made them as well. You know, so I would just say, like, for Christians who are trying to, like, navigate this issue, you have to be honest with yourself and assess, like, man, where am I in my faith? You know, am I mature enough to look at the evidence and the facts and to study it? Or am I not mature enough? Because I decided whenever I was younger that I wasn't mature enough. So I just said, you know what? I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm not going to research it. You know, when the time will come, the time will come. You know, so I think you also have to just be honest with yourself. And then also just to piggyback on what Luke was saying, because I love that verse, because like literally nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, that's the verse you said, right, Luke? OK, I'm just making sure that I'm quoting stuff right. I ain't quoting heresy. <laughs> but but one of the scriptures that came to my mind was in First Corinthians 13, uh, verse 11, where it says, uh, the foundation has already been built. No one can build on any other foundation. That foundation is Jesus Christ. You know, so overall, it's like my foundation is on Jesus, no matter what's thrown my way, no matter what new philosophical thing is thrown my way. Because just like what Paul talks about, like, man, my foundation is built on Jesus Christ and the word of God. You know, so uh, this whole UFO and UAP things, it, you know, it's not frightening. It's cool. Like, I want to learn and, and kind of expand my mind and pray and ask the Lord, like, OK, God, like, how should I respond to this? But I'm not like throwing it away or tossing it to the side because it, the Bible doesn't say alien, you know, like, like the modernized word, the English word of an extraterrestrial, you know? So. Yeah. If anything, I, I almost see it as an opportunity to, uh, to, to speak with people about the Bible and about Christianity that might not have been open to it before. And that's something I've been learning, you know, the, you know, Josh and I've talked about it the whole time we've done this podcast. Cause we like talking about the weird things in the Bible but there are things like you said, I, I wouldn't even come, I wouldn't even try to address aliens was one of them uh, when I was younger in the faith. And I had friends that were like, oh, maybe they're real. And I was kind of scared. It's like, I don't know, man, can't there can't be aliens because it doesn't fit in my in my theology. But uh, 
but I, I can think of a ton of people who, you know, kind of like what we've talked about, like with, with Enoch and the flood and the gods of the nations using uh, Greek philosophers and Roman philosophers and seeing what, what the ancient world thought about the heavens, you know, and maybe what went on up there or even under the earth, you know, what's hiding under the earth and in the sea and all that. Um, Cause I don't know if y'all caught that. They say that there's aliens in the sea too. There's not just UFOs yeah, U- in the air. US, USOs. Those are wild. Und- underwater submersible. Submer- yep, submersible right. objects. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yes. But man, I, 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 I could, I really could see that. Like if anybody, let me make it real easy for any of y'all. If you're listening to this and you're saying, I struggle sharing my faith, go ask somebody what they think about aliens and then start telling them about Genesis six, Genesis 11. Bro. You know. Okay. That's a good, that's a good launching pad right there is okay. Let's let's talk about what okay, what are aliens? What what gathering the evidence, you know, for I would say since the beginning of time, but at least in America in the past 70, 80 years, you know, what was it since I mean, people have been speculating about modern day the modern day definition of aliens for a long time. Um even C. S. Lewis wrote a, a space trilogy uh, back in the 1930s and 40s that dealt with yeah. aliens and creatures from other planets. Uh, but uh, let's talk about what, what let's speculate a little bit. Now, when we speculate, we want to, Ryan, I love the way you put this one time, you know, it's like putting a pin in a board and you have a string connected. So that pin is the gospel and that string can kind of move all around here, you know, but that pin keeps us anchored, uh, anchored in Christian theology. Let's speculate on, what could these things be? Yeah. So not this what is, are they? We're not. We don't know what are what they are yet. Um, but yeah. what could they be? What are so the we're saying Christians. You go first. Christians shouldn't yeah. be afraid of this topic. So assuming aliens are real, what do you think they are? <laughs> right. Dude. So growing up, when I heard about you know aliens and whatnot, for a while it was definitely like I just dismissed it. But when I actually started thinking about it. I guess some of my initial thoughts were, I think they, it was some kind of like just demonic force, maybe demons that just can shape shift. And I mean, we don't know a whole lot about that realm anyway. So, I mean, who knows what it could be that, but I think as time goes on and whatnot, I'm also thinking this could very well be technology that is maybe deeply rooted somewhere in the government, like secret operations and whatnot. Uh, so it could be a plethora of things, and it could be both. Maybe we got that technology from maybe other entities. And, uh, really, who knows? But uh, So is your opinion, are about- you saying you think it's human? The stuff is made by humans, and they're trying to pass it off as extraterrestrial? Possibly. I mean, who knows? I mean, who's to say not, I guess? Uh, <laughs> well, that's, so that's why we're doing this, because who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Who knows? Well, it's interesting that you said uh, maybe they're getting technology from these aliens. You know, like how did we get our iPhone? How did we? Uh, how did we jump so like, fast yeah, exactly. in technology from you know horse Dude, and buggy, and now we're flying across the the world in planes? My my dad, all growing up, my dad has been a big Star Trek fan. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, the Next Generation was on TV. And he used to say every time something would come out, like the the cell phones and the, you know, uh, when we started having USB, you know, drives and all this stuff, every time some big advancement or some new thing would come out, he'd be like, 
Gene Roddenberry made this up <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Captain he Kirk knew, had one of them on yeah. his belt. He's like, Gene Roddenberry was a genius. You know? <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that kind of goes into like, Hollywood has been talking about aliens for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And there's CIA. Uh, and there's CIA involved. Informing yes. Hollywood. So, oh, to really? push narratives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. To yeah. push narratives. And we what have... we're talking about is the, the church trials. If you go on YouTube, you can search the church trials. This is during the 1970s, I believe. They put the CIA basically on trial. And yeah. uh, church was the name of one of the senators that, that started all this. And they, they flat out said, the CIA was like, yes, we have people in journalism. We have people on the payroll that are in Hollywood. Uh, to to basically to push narratives in in a certain way, especially in favor of uh, you know our three letter agencies, but uh, that was all confirmed. So none of that's conspiracy, right? So going along with what Luke just said, I, and we've said on the show before that I, or I have, I think Hollywood is a big psyop. I think a lot of it is predictive. I think what they call predictive programming, right? So something like Star Trek or you know, some spy movie, whatever, where they have these gadgets. Um, they, they could be planting that in our heads so that in the next five, 10 years, whatever, when you start seeing that you go, Oh, cool. That's like, that's like the thing I saw on TV, man. It's, it's kind of like MK ultra a little bit. Yeah. 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 Very much. I mean, Hey, they have flying cars now, dude. They were preparing us for that, you know, 20 we years still, ago. We still don't have those correctly. Yeah, they well, they don't go very fast, but uh, they actually have a working flying car now. Dude, have you yeah, guys seen the guy? Like, it's not, it's not the flying cars that we want. It's like a plane with wheels. It's like, nah, that's not a flying <laughs> car. It's got freaking wings coming off of it. Have y'all seen though the jetpack dude? The car, like the jetpack thing like, is yes. cool. That's wild. Yeah. The yeah, water, it's, it's wild. The water it's wild. thing. No, no, there's like, another one that's like actually an like Iron, Iron Man. Man. I it's think like, I've seen yeah. that. Like, he's got like gauntlets on his arms, and it's like it blow, dude. Okay, it's no, it's crazy. Yeah, so i I like to think that some of this technology comes from, if you want to say aliens, if you want to say demons or spirits or sons of God or Nephilim or whatever you want to say. Like, I think a lot of that technology comes from. I mean, that's what Genesis six was. It was an exchange of of technology and knowledge to humanity. Uh, and I think that maybe still goes, still goes down. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe but we got you, a lot of our technology from the other side. Yeah. Before I ask this question, I think Renee was going to say something a second ago. Did you have something or? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get off before I'm about to ask Josh. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Said, so. For sure. So, so just like the whole aliens thing, like what are they and everything, man, you know, I've always flipped back and forth. I'm just being honest. I always flip back and forth to like, okay, they do exist, right? There are other biological beings or no, they're not. They're just spirits or they're demonic or they're watchers or no, they're, you know, our government and other governments around the world are creating these things. And, and I was dying on the hill. Like, which one is it? Is it this one, that one, or that one? But now I'm kind of to the place of, you know what? I'm settling on the fact that it could be all three. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not an either or, it's all of them encompassing together because exactly. I don't want to die on the hill and say it's either this one and then now I'm biased on how I think. I'm biased in my worldview. I'm biased towards evidence. Now, 
Um, yeah, yeah, yes. So with that, I think the things that we have been seeing, you know, I guess pretty current, like that's what's going on in our country with the like the, the hearings and everything. Um, I think it is like a extraterrestrial type thing. But I think right now the things that is really being highlighted is human technology. Right. That's that's kind of where I'm leaning to right now, like all the the events that's been happening right now, I would say it's human technology because if it wasn't human technology. Then why would like the military like uh, contractors like Raytheon would get so upset with these people for coming out? You know, so, yeah, so that's just kind of what I wanted to say. I don't think it's either this one, that one or that one. I think it's all of them. And I think, um, you know, some some people might disagree and just say that it is straight spirits because I've seen other people. Uh, you know, other Christian content creators, uh, you know, making videos about this. And some people are like, no, because the Bible doesn't say anything about aliens. It's demonic because we can see it in the scriptures that they do shapeshift or like how angels can, uh, you know, um, come into human form and so forth. So it is a spiritual thing. It's a demonic. And I've seen people in the comments like Christians like saying, thank you so much. That's 100 percent correct. I'm a thousand percent agreeing with you. And and again, that, that's you know, that's on them. But this this whole conversation in general, I would say, should never divide the church. It shouldn't come to a point where it's dividing the church. I think it should bring more unity because, again, this going back to like what Luke said, that none of this can separate me from the love of God. And overall, as Christians, you know, my foundation is built upon Jesus Christ. And I think what, what we're seeing here, I don't think this is a big rock in theology where this is going to affect my salvation. You know, like there are big rocks in theology that in doctrine that we all need to agree on, right? Like Jesus is the sinless son of God, right? He's 100% man, 100% God and came and died for our sins. Like those types of things we all got to be in agreement with. But like, hey, was it a literal, I'm just throwing this out here, right? I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to open a can of worms, but was it a literal six day creation or was it not? You know, the whole theme of the whole creation story is not to say that there are a little, you know, set it like six day creation is just to show that there's a creator who created people and created everything that we know today. So I, again, I think this is a smaller rock, but I, but I love the conversations that we're having because I think as Christians, man, sometimes we don't want to have conversations. Yeah. Or I don't even say Christians, it's our, our culture. You don't want to have conversations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as dialogue. There's no such thing as healthy communication and healthy like, man, can we just exchange some thoughts here? You know, can 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 I can I have this the space and the freedom to express my idea without being attacked and verbally right. abused and slandered and all this stuff? So I I love the fact that you guys invited us to have this conversation because I think conversations like this should bring Christians more into unity than than division. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole iron sharpens iron thing is there for a reason. Like, yeah, and there's going to be a little bit of sparks flying, you know, when you got two metal swords banging together, but it makes you Ooh. sharper. Right. Well, and that's the thing. This is something Christians are allowed to disagree on. Uh, you know, that's what you're yeah. saying. Like we, you know, if you, if you tell me Jesus yes. isn't God and he didn't die for humanity, then I'd be like, okay, you're, you're a right. Heretic, that's but, a- <laughs> but I'm going to look at him like this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, I think Renee, Renee fits in real well on the show. Cause that's what we always say is it can be both. Right. Yeah. That's why limit, our, yeah. why limit your paradigm 
and and maybe go into some kind of fault or error or close the door on someone who may receive the gospel if you're open to discussion about a certain topic. Dude, so. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you said this. I just thought about this. So sorry for cutting you off. But I remember uh, whenever I was 13, and that's that's when I became saved, or right? I started following the Lord at that age. And uh, I remember I was so, so interested in like the spiritual realm, especially this book thing called Bill Wise, 23 Minutes in Hell or something like that. I forgot the dude's name, but there was a book called 23 Minutes in Hell. I saw it on TBN and I'm watching all these different, you know, like the super, like Sid Supernatural. Like I'm watching all this stuff because I was interested and I was trying to like figure it out. So I remember I was talking to my mom and, you know, of course she'll give me the book. I mean, she didn't give it. She actually bought me the book and I was starting to read because I, I wanted to know about hell, heaven and the supernatural. But then as I got older, I was, oh, and then, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, like, even even getting interested in, like, ghosts and spirits and trying to, like, just, try to just figure all this out, like, how does this fit in the Bible? And I remember maybe, man, maybe when I became a junior or a senior in high school, me and my mom started to have these conversations again about the things when I was 13, and I asked her, I was like, mom, like, did you really, like, agree with anything that I was saying or anything that I was bringing up to you about, like, the different possibilities or this person doing this and all this, she was like, you know, I didn't agree with everything that you said, you know, and honestly, I didn't really want you to read like that 23 minutes in hell book because I didn't think, you know, it was right for you in that moment. But she said, but the reason why I entertained the conversations, the reason why I was willing to, you know, watch some of these shows with you, the reason why I was getting some of these books for you, because I saw the greater purpose that this was helping you draw closer to God because everything that you were looking for was going back to the Bible. You wasn't straying away from the Bible. Cause my mom even said, she's like, yeah, Renee, I don't believe in ghosts. Like what you was watching on like ghost whisperer and all this type of stuff. I, I, I don't agree with any of that. She's like, I think they're spirits, but I noticed when you was watching and bringing all these things up, you will always bring it back to the Bible. You always went back to the word of God. You went back to like, try to figure out what the Bible says. So that, that really ministered to me because my mom didn't hinder my development and what God was trying to use in that moment to help me draw closer to him. She actually aided and assisted that, you know? So, man, I think, I, I, I think that ties into exactly what you were saying, Ryan, like we can't, you know, um, just limit ourselves. And again, we all, we always have to walk in wisdom, like parents, you know, like whatever, we always got to walk in wisdom and that's what my mom felt like the Lord was doing. So she just took those steps and, Again, she said she didn't agree with everything, but she saw that it always brought me back to the word of God. So. That's good, man. That's good. And that's one of the reasons why I think Josh and I are very comfortable talking about this. When I started getting into Michael Heiser's material, a lot of people accuse him of being a Gnostic and a heretic and all kinds of stuff because he talks about the divine council and, uh, you know, but but one of the things after studying that material and the the ancient Near East context and the reading the Bible in context and all that. I found that his, the the gospel message was never compromised in what he teaches. And after studying his the material he put out, I found that I was more excited to study the Bible and share the gospel with people. And I was like, I, if this were the devil, I don't think I would want to talk to people about this. You know, I don't think the devil's going to encourage somebody to share the gospel. <laughs> That's so true. The, your flesh, your mind, and Satan would never want you to go out and share the good news with people. So yes, that is correct. Honestly, when you really get down to the nitty gritty um, things of all these things that we're talking about. Um, yeah, it's being open-minded, but it's really, it's about asking questions. I think if we're 
afraid to ask these questions and to dive into these maybe uncertain realms, I think that could actually be more a stumbling block than anything. Because imagine you're just sheltered with this, I guess, maybe theology that you've been boxed in with for so long. Um, you're not exploring any questions. I mean, think you think about this stuff all the times, like when, let's just say, um, someone, they grew up Christian in the household, but then they go to a secular college. How many times does this happen where a professor, they say something or and whatnot, and then that person, they just completely turn away from Christ because really they never were asking themselves questions like these things. And so, um, yeah, this is definitely like an encouragement to just continue to ask questions, even if it seems you know weird, even if it can get uncomfortable, that's good. Because the more that you're uncomfortable, the more that you're growing, the more that you can say, you know what, I have this history with God. And again, like what y'all were saying, it's pointing me back to Christ. And so, man, I love it. I think it's interesting. Yeah, man. Ask, ask Josh how he feels about being too dogmatic. He's, he's shared that a couple of times. Bro. <laughs> It gets you in trouble, man. It gets you in trouble and then it ruins your faith because like you were saying about these kids going to colleges and they're raised in these sheltered Christian homes and and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's 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 a, you do a disservice to kids when you don't teach them and talk plainly with them. You know, and you shelter them and you keep them away from so many things and then when they go out in the world, they lose their minds cuz they don't have anything to process, you know, their parents should instill that in them before they get out in the world. But, uh, and, and I think we're talking, we're harping on that a lot, but it's good, uh, that our paradigms need to be really big. You know, I would always go back to that little pin, you know, the anchors are, is the gospel and Jesus. Uh, but man, like me coming out of the Calvinist camp, like being dogmatic and all that stuff is good with, with essentials. <laughs> uh, but when you get, when you start attacking each other over the stuff that doesn't really matter in the, in the long run, it, it's, it's so, it's so uh, not good. Uh, and this is one of those topics, you know, where we have a lot of freedom to, to roam around. When Luke was talking about questions, I thought about this and Josh, I'm glad you said this because there was a time in my life too, where I was afraid of some questions because I felt like it was stray, like me away from Christ. But as I matured in the faith, I realized that man, God is not afraid of my questions. I need to ask. Right. But I also came to understanding that every question that I ask, I might not get the answer that I'm looking for. And that's okay. And sometimes that answer is you don't need to know. And that's where the Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 comes in, where it says this trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and all your paths will be straight. So I, I just wanted to say, I'm like, you know, God is not afraid of our questions. We shouldn't be afraid of questions, but we also have to just be okay with, you know what? I have to come to an understanding that I might not always understand. I love that too, because you think about, that's the whole point of Proverbs too. It's like, seek wisdom, guard it. And dude. Yeah, not run away from it. (laughs) Which brings us full circle back to our topic because you're never going to know what aliens are. I mean, Uh, not yet. Well, until they show up, right? (laughs) Uh, Uh, But okay, so we were talking... Earlier today, Ryan, me, you, and Renee, I don't, Luke, I don't know where you were, uh, but we were talking about this topic, and we were kind of, you know, shooting it around, and the idea of this connecting to the Bible, that these alien beings, if they are, I mean, there's people that report them being flesh and blood creatures, and they, there's, I mean, the reports are all over the place. It's a spectrum of wildness. There's 
there's some aliens that look like humans. There's some aliens that look like insects. There's some that seem ethereal. There's some that seem fleshly. Some speak, some don't. And it's like, it's all over the place. So I like that what you said earlier, Renee. It's like, it's probably all of it. It's, yeah, it's demons. It's, it's, it's spirits. It's ghosts. It's maybe fleshly aliens that are from another dimension or planet. Who knows? Uh, let's just... Let's entertain all of it. So when we do figure out what it is, we don't lose our minds and we're like, oh my God, this, I never thought of this before. Um, but we were connecting it to something that we love to talk about on the show, Ryan. Uh, the infamous Genesis 6. Oh, yeah. Can't imagine how, where you're going with this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Enoch. And it seems like everything in our world <laughs> comes back to this narrative and this starting point. So see, this is where everyone's watching the show and uh, I'm sure that we're only we're mostly going to get people that agree with us, but we're going to have some skeptic on there that thinks it's only demons and they're going to be like, the book of Enoch isn't in the Bible. You know, (laughs) I can already see the comments. Um, We are not saying the book of Enoch should be in the Bible. We will say that it informed the biblical authors that it's valuable culturally and and historically. And it, uh, it expounds on this genesis 6 narrative and uh it tells us what kind of things were going on in those first eight verses of genesis 6 before we get to noah's flood so one of the things um is is this idea of there being hybrid children right the nephilim um they're you know they're giants they're mighty men they are uh um they're they're half divine being and have human being hercules yeah like hercules a demigod so uh what's the guy's name schneebly oh uh stublin schnabellin here's yeah here's where a lot of people have a problem with uh, i've heard several explanations for how angels would have children with humans and one of them is is ritual which we've explained a little bit this idea of sympathetic magic of of ritual practice um uh, we've discussed that, so that's an option. Um, one is is maybe that they were genetically modified humans or something. But if if you believe that angels literally, literally copulated with humans, the question is always: How do angels who don't have human bodies, as we know, ha- have have that kind of relationship with a woman? And this guy said that there is a belief in the occult that the angels had to drink human blood to shape shift into humans, that they had to consume human blood, which then you could say, well, that makes sense because there are laws against consuming blood because of ritual uh, pagan practices. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's this idea that, that they took on human forms because they consumed blood. Now let me get my Jesus message in here. Jesus who did not have a human father, He's fully God and fully man, gave his blood for humanity. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? <laughs> he did not come to destroy. <laughs> so anyway, all right, there you go. I uh, got that out. But it ties in with the idea. Uh, we we had this idea when it came to like the dinosaur right. episode. You know, right. like maybe these divine sons of God weren't just messing with humans. Maybe they were messing with, you know, whether it was sexually or technologically in a lab. yeah like, something <laughs> like that yeah or witchcraft uh, you know. i mean they right witchcraft sorcery magic uh what if they were tampering with stuff and creating things that 
could chimeras. turn out to be aliens and, or yeah you know yeah they were so, flesh and blood creatures but like the nephilim were flesh and blood yeah but now they were gmo right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, now, but now they're disembodied and they're unclean spirits. You know, the, the New Testament talks about unclean spirits. There's a reason they're called unclean spirits, because they were the unclean sanction of... The, and why, uh, why they're looking for bodies, too. Why Exactly. Do why they're possessing people. people. Exactly. Yeah. They crave that flesh. Um, and so it, it, it could tie in to that narrative. Biblically. I was going to say, too. I mean, you, you think about all these alien abductions i mean we don't know like a lot about like what's going on actually like in those instances but i mean it could be some kind of demonic sexual like ritual or we just really don't know what that right, stuff right. is yeah but. so there there actually is this is actually something you can go in and look up uh you know if, if i find a source i'll post it we can post it on instagram but uh something that that you can find is um, there is a correlation between UFO sightings and like alien abductions, these experiences, there's a correlation between that and places where um, a lot, uh, a majority of the population or or many people in this population practice witchcraft. And so I was listening to, um, I was listening to an interview with uh, Hugh Ross. Hugh Ross. Yeah. Yeah, and he was saying he was saying places like uh like Brazil or France. He said in America, Hawaii and Alaska, which I had no idea that that, that was heavy in a cult, I guess, but he said that there are places that have the highest UFO sightings and they're also uh very steeped in occult practices. So so Luke, I think there's something to that and and that's another connection to this this Genesis 6 story that when these angels, these watchers defected the book of Enoch, uh, first Enoch says that they taught divination. They taught the paths of the stars and the cycles of the moon and, 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 and things like what we would call alchemy that this has the cutting of roots. And so they clearly, you know, they, they taught humans to do these things. So it makes sense that now as humans practice that it might call to, you know, those spirits or access those spirits or something that there is a connection there, uh, for sure, for sure. So, and that's something that's measurable. I find that interesting. No, no, that's so true. I, it, it just made me think about in Deuteronomy where God was like, you know, don't follow the practices and the uh, of the Canaanites, you know, and how they were big in astrology. And, and the, God even goes in specifically like what not to do. So, dude, that, that makes sense why, you know, God doesn't want us to do astrology and all these other types of things because of where it came from. And, you know, and here... Here's another thing I was always thinking about. I'm like, okay, I know there are some things that God tells us not to do, and he gives us a reason why. There's some things God tells us not to do and doesn't even tell us why. You know, and even like in astrology and like in that passage in Deuteronomy, he says, don't do this. And yes, he references because it's the the culture that you're going into and in the land that you're going to possess. Like, that's the reason why. But I think maybe one of the other reasons why God would say that because if he told us what it actually was because of our sinful nature, because of our flesh, we're more prone to evil than good. We're more prone to following sin than the spirit. So we were like, Oh, cool. That's, 
that's like some type of demonic practice. Let me go experiment and, and try and see what he actually says. You know, just, just like this, like, that's why Hollywood makes horror movies. They don't make Holy Spirit movies. You know, like pe- people want to be scared that's, that's with beautiful. horror movies. I know that's super cheesy, but that was my thought. But it's true. Like, that's why Hollywood <laughs> makes horror movies and people love the scary movies. But when you do something about the Holy Spirit, he's going to give you peace. Like, that's whack. I ain't going to go watch that. But so anyways, with all that being said, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, God also tells us not to do these things because of the ties and the thing that it's latched onto. And and it, and this speaks a lot of volumes, what you said about the UFO encounters. Uh, those sightings and everything are really around where people are involved in witchcraft and occult practices. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I believe I've heard Dr. Laura Sanger say this before, too. I can't remember if it was her or not, but that um, people who have alien and, uh, or extraterrestrial encounters, whether it's an abduction story or a UFO sighting, there's two things that usually it, it follows a bloodline. It's usually in, in all in the same family, like children will see it if their parents or grandparents had this experience. But another thing is that they or their parents, someone in their family um, practiced uh, or like saw psychics and mediums and stuff like that. So that again, that's something that's measurable. There are people that have observed this. Um, maybe, like I said, I, I feel like I'm going to have to go find a lot of resources to post after this. But I know I've heard Sanger or somebody say that before. Yeah. Well, it's the same with like ghosts and hauntings and stuff, too. It seems to follow. Yeah. And a lot of and this is this is kind of where the people who say extraterrestrials have to be demons. They, they can only be demons, which I want to clarify our language there when I say demon in just a second. Um, people who have already listened to our episode on that will know what our, where I'm about to go. But when you do those things that are clearly not uh, biblical, that are anti-God or anti-righteousness, you know righteousness, whatever, we've talked about the dichotomies of light and dark and chaos and order and stuff. Uh, when you go towards those things, you open doors to that. And I'm using like a super evangelical term here, you know, so sorry if that offends you, but I don't know a better way to say it. Open you a invite, portal. Yeah, you open a portal, but you invite those things into your life by, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, if I call somebody and uh, if I call somebody and they don't answer and I leave a voicemail, I expect them to call me back, you know? And so, so you can't, you can't just go practice these things and not expect those things to come back to you, you know? Yeah. Well, you can't play with fire and believe not to be burned. Now, what about, I'll push back on that narrative of like the occult thing. What about people that do not practice the occult and they have these visitations or abduction experiences or see things, hear things, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying be... to make a case for demons only. Uh, right, right. I am saying, though, that a lot of those experiences, abductions and UFO sightings are connected to or even even resemble demonic attacks. I mean, you have people that experience sleep paralysis and, and yeah, nightmares yeah. and stuff like that. People who uh, I, I do think that something that happens and this is what makes it hard to measure uh, who's actually telling the truth about what. I think that there are people who have demonic experiences or experiences with unclean spirits and they say it was an alien, you yeah. know, so that that makes it hard to define. Well, um, you know, like you asked, what if somebody isn't involved in, in any kind of occult or any kind of, you know, even if it's innocent, like, oh, my horoscope or a palm reading one time when I was a teenager, you know, um, if someone has never done that in their life, I think I'd have to hear that story and take it case by case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm not, I'm not trying to close the door on there being alien beings. I'm just saying that it's possible that 
a lot of these people are describing spiritual experiences and they want they because they don't know because they're ignorant or because they have some kind of bias they don't want to identify it as a spiritual experience right they'll say aliens or, or something like that well yeah there's there's cases of witnesses that said that they have gotten abducted taken on to a craft and that the the aliens speak to them in some sort of way and give them an anti-christian message that you know we're all one and we're all connected with the universe and there is no divine and you're divine inside of you and all this like new age sounding yeah then there is also right yeah and then there's also uh people that come and say you know they were stoic they were like robotic they didn't speak you know, they prodded around on my whatever and then dropped me off, you know? And so it's, there's like, I just go back, there's such a spectrum and, and that's what makes this topic very difficult is that it's all over the place and you can't really pin it down in one secure way. It's, it's, it's kind of like that game, uh, whack-a-mole, like you whack the mole and then another mole pops and up it comes over. Out, yeah. you hit that one and then like three more pop up over here. It's kind of like that. Yeah. But I yeah. do think that just references the the point i think renee you were mentioning it is that it's just and or it's both it's probably right it's all the above all these yeah. different things and so right well and how could you yeah. know i mean a common you know like atheist skeptics that say well there's no intelligent designer there's no creator there's no god whatever and then they say give me give me proof and then this is kind of a cop-out but as a christian my thing is like what kind of proof do you expect me to give if I'm yeah. talking about something that's outside of space and time, you want me to like pull out a chemistry set and a microscope? <laughs> or like, I don't know what, if I'm trying to describe something that's bigger than, than, than the universe that created all this, what kind of evidence do you expect for me to, to, to provide in a lab that's going to prove, which yeah. I have an answer for that, but we, we haven't made it to that yet. Yeah. You know, we'll get well, there. People like that, even good. if you did perform a miracle right in front of them, they'd still deny it. Still oh, or some kind right. of like, which is the whole point. Of, uh, but I, natural phenomenon. I think it's important to recognize that in conversations like this, when we're talking about aliens, something that we really can't understand unless one showed up and said, yep, here's what I am. Here's my autobiography. Uh, by the way, we're trying to take over your planet. Hey, you that know. could happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Might be it. Uh, we were, I think it was Luke. We were joking the other day about the Twilight Zone episode where they had oh, the, yeah. yep. <laughs> to serve people, the book. <laughs> to serve man, yeah. <laughs> to serve man. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Dude, what but, if they're um, like robotic? Uh, what if they're like drones? Like controlled yeah. or uh, or if they do have bodies, what I mean, what's stopping them from getting possessed by Nephilim spirits? And maybe that's why they're they come across as demonic because they're possessed in some way. What if they're, I think about that. What if they're benign creatures and then they're somehow possessed by, I mean, if we're going to get speculative here, so let's you get think, crazy with you it. Think That's actually that very interesting. The Nephilim, yeah, the, like disembodied, the disembodied Nephilim spirits couldn't find any host on earth. So they went to indoor, got some Ewoks, <laughs> came back. They got some, they got some Chewbacca's. Yeah. Well, no, what if there's, I mean, there's, there's, there's aliens on our planet, maybe on Earth somewhere. So especially yeah. these underwater ones. You're talking about reptilians. Maybe just the underwater ones are the demons, and uh, the ones in space are or something else. Well, let me. Okay, I didn't get to do this a second ago. Just just so that I can clarify my definition, because I hear people say aliens are just demons. Josh mentioned this earlier when we talk on this podcast. Now, I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying on this podcast, we have clarified. We believe. In the New Testament, when Jesus casts spirits out of people, 
those are unclean spirits because they're a mix of of human and and divine right. biology or, abominations or right it's they're unclean okay and that is the disembodied spirit of of the nephilim from the pre-flood world okay that's that's what we tend to when we when we talk about you'll hear us say unclean spirits when we say demon I know I, that we're typically referring to territorial spirits, this idea of the gods of the nations, because in in Genesis 11, you can go listen to those episodes on Babel that we did. Uh, but the Jews, the Israelites had this idea, and you can read it in Deuteronomy. Moses talks about it in Deuteronomy, that the Lord split up the nations and turned them over to the gods because the, the gods, the Elohim, um, or he calls them shades or sh- uh, shadim because and it, it gets translated in English as demon. It's like one of two times in the Old Testament I think that that word gets used. Uh, I'll have to fact check myself on that. Well, they well they he he divides them up against the other Elohim or to the other Elohim amongst right. the other Elohim. But then the gods are referenced as shadim, which right. They so the idea demon, but... the idea is that at Babel there was idol worship going on. Humans were rebelling against Yahweh. They were turning to other gods, and Yahweh said, "You know what? You like them so much, go be with them." And then He made Israel for Himself. So that's what Deuteronomy thirty-two says that He divided the nations among the sons of God, but Israel was His portion, or Jacob was His portion. And the Greeks and other cultures had the same thing. We talked about Plato before. Plato talks about the shepherds, you know, the people who, the gods who ruled over the nation. So that's what we mean when we say demons. Now, the reason I clarify that is because we've talked about technology. Could spirits be giving people technology? Okay. Um, so I, I don't think those spirits are going and, and possessing Ewoks, by the way. That's not what we mean, okay? <laughs> so, Ewoks are good. They're yeah, good. <laughs> not if they're possessed. There was a Sith Ewok, wasn't there? They can't, no. Oh, okay. No, they're all on I'm the making light side. that up. Maybe that's like a fan fiction thing. I know I don't saw it somewhere. my Star Wars, yeah. I'll, I'm going to find it. It's, it's like a fan-made thing, I think. But uh, yeah, those gods, I think the gods from Genesis 6, the Watchers, they're in prison. I don't think they're in play right now. They're in jail, yeah. They're in prison awaiting the day of judgment. That's what Jude says. But I think that the Genesis 11 gods of the nations and Deuteronomy 32 gods of the nations, I think they could still be in play. Oh, yeah. And that's where we get these ideas of Zeus and Saturn and Jupiter and and uh, TikTok, know, Apollyon and or uh, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> So anyway, they could be communicating with people. That could be when people oh, are taking, yeah. when people oh, are yeah. taking, uh, what's the, what's the juice that all the LSD? Hollywood celebrities, Oh, not L- yeah, LSD, but, uh, no, uh, ayahuasca. When oh, they're on, ayahuasca. Yeah. Isn't that it? Isn't that the tea that they drink? Where they, yeah, they go and trip in the, in the Amazon. Yeah. So people on LSD and stuff, they have these trips and they see these beings and they talk to them and you know, they, yeah, the clockwork elves. I think that I think that the gods of the nations are still in play. And so when you say, well, I think aliens are demons, that's what I would I would go with that. I'm not saying that's exclusive. I'm not saying there's not other creatures like Josh is saying, drones or whatnot. But like I think that those those beings are still in play and they'll be judged, you know, when Jesus returned. Well, they were judged when he resurrected. That's that's in Matthew, you know, that's in the gospels. But uh and, and Paul they talks were about dethroned that. in their in right. their regions, yeah. Right. And when he says that we war against principalities, you know, that's yeah. what he's talking about. Those Territorial spirits. Those are, right. those are other gods. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> how we think of demons. 
right exactly when, exactly. when moses said demon means. that's what he meant so right so i think they could be communicating with people maybe they are getting technology maybe cern is trying to open portals to talk to these guys or you know yeah i mean um, they already got the goddess shiva out in front of their uh their courtyard there yeah the they destroy, do. destroyer of worlds uh, going back to what Renee said a minute ago about like when God forbids something and this doesn't really explain it, I think I think that has to do maybe with definitely what you said for sure. Uh, but I think the people that were getting the rules knew exactly what he was talking about when yep. he was like yep. saying, "Hey, look, don't go drinking blood and all this stuff." They, they I think in their minds they're like, "Okay, you remember that time we were all drinking blood and like, you know." We had the Nephilim and all that stuff was ruling over us. Yeah, like, like okay, that's what he's talking about. We, we shouldn't do uh, witchcraft and uh, open portals to other dimensions. Dude, I was just thinking here. Have that, any of you guys actually, like, seen, like, any UFOs or no, like, Oh, uh, he's trying seen, to pull like, personal experiences out of us. I have. Dude, you uh, want to share about that? I'm actually very interested. Well, I've never the, seen, like, you know, aliens or anything. I've seen weird things like weird phenomena happen. And it's just like, it, it was only a few times. Um, I saw, I mean, things move in the house that I was in uh, just randomly like move. That was kind of weird. Uh, I did see when I was a teenager, I was walking, I walked everywhere when I was a teenager to get out the house. We were kicked out of the house till nighttime, but me and a buddy were walking to the mall and we live granted. We lived next to an air force base. So, who knows what it was, but it looks like, you know, like when you spin a coin on top of a table and it starts to wobble before it stops. So that wobbling movement, we saw something like that because we were walking and we saw something shining, like in the sun, it was reflecting the sunlight. And so we looked, I mean, it was like way off toward like where the air force base was. There was like a shiny wobbling look. It looked like a giant quarter, like in the sky, it was like a flat disky looking thing. And it was wobbling like that. And it was, it was every time it wobbled, it like reflected the sunlight off of it. And that's what made us see it. And then we watched it for a little while and then it just went away. Hmm. That's the only thing I've ever seen that was like, okay, that doesn't look like anything I've seen before. That's pretty odd. So who knows? Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I ask cause I'm like, we're talking about aliens. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if these guys have ever seen it. I'm going to tell you what here. it was. I that's think the, the clockwork else. thing that I've actually, oh no, <laughs> that I think I've only um scene maybe uh maybe i was like 16 17 or something um i remember um i was in the vehicle with my mom and we were driving somewhere and we were actually looking up at the sky we were not too far off from a military base interesting enough but we did see this like triangle craft through kind of like the the clouds and whatnot so we can kind of see like the outline of it the thing was like massive and whatnot um it was a very like i've never seen any plane really look like that but uh again after like speculating i'm like yeah it was actually near like a military base so who knows and so it was triangular like a stealth the, bomber it was like a giant triangle you said because i mean those yes, are those are being seen right now the thing was pretty massive um, yeah yeah again it I don't know how long it was actually like there for and whatnot, but when you look at it, it's definitely like, whoa, what is that thing? You know what Alex Jones said on the Joe Rogan show? If if you have not watched the Alex Jones episodes on Joe Rogan, they are like the best entertainment that you could ever Gold. watch in your life. Don't oh even watch don't, <laughs> movies, series. No, just watch Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. 
but Alex Jones, he's 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 insane, but he's right a lot of the times. Uh, but one of the things he said that really stuck out to me on the Joe Rogan show, they were talking about aliens. He was talking about interdimensional beings and all this stuff. And he was saying how, and it connects to like the military and the government. It's like, he was saying that we get our technology, it's Genesis 6, again, we get our technology that we have from interdimensional beings is what he said, he called them. He's like, things like CERN, things like, he's like, there are secret operations that the government and the military are doing. He said, it's like high technology witchcraft, really. It's tapping into these beings that have great knowledge. And he's like, we're getting our cues from the other yeah. side. Well, let's, let's talk about dimensions real quick. I want to clarify something here. This is something I spent some time reading about because I knew this was going to come up. But I think a lot of people, when you talk about interdimensional beings, because uh, Tim Alberino picks yeah. on this a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. I think they picture, uh, in his words, Dr. Strange, you know, like doing yeah, this yeah, opening the and panels. like the multiverse and there's a bunch of Spider-Mans and there's a bunch of, you know, whoever I, I don't, I don't want people to get confused like that. That could be, I mean, maybe there are parallel dimensions and if you step through, you'd be on a different planet. But, but a lot of times in that case, when they're talking like in, in quantum physics and theoretical physics and stuff like that, when they're talking about dimensions, they are talking, okay. Like I happen to have, a piece of paper right here. Okay. Oh, dude, I, I thought you was gonna have like a, a bar graph or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> so this is a piece of stationery or like a note, a notepad. So if you're not watching on video, I'll try to describe it for you. This is two dimensional, right? Okay. It has width. It has width and length. Uh, but if I push the ends together and it starts to bend like this, it's now going into a third dimension, right? That's height. Okay. So the question is. And maybe I can draw this. Um, there's the this funny. I'm just the, saying that's not biblical, so I don't subscribe. He used the yeah. Stranger yeah. Things analogy. That's not yeah. the Bible. <laughs> yeah, the Stranger Things. If I if I poke if I poke <laughs> a hole in this piece of paper, so but people are you know people are listening to this in the car. Maybe I'll, I'll just tell you if you're holding a flat piece of paper, it's it's two dimensional. If I push the ends together and it starts to bow up, um, now it's going into a third dimension. Well, the idea is that. Uh, the way I explain it, because, you know, like I, I have the understanding of a fifth grader on this probably, but, um, you know, we experience things in three dimensions, height, width, and, and length, you know, so we, we can calculate distance that way in three dimensions. When they're talking about alternate dimensions, they're saying, just like I can bend or manipulate this piece of paper and it goes into another dimension. What These does it take to manipulate it? Right. Right. And so, you know, you come well, up that's with that's how they that's how they say that that's how they travel is they bend gravity. Yes. It and made me. Th so gravity through. is a good example because gravity, there's studies and Einstein's theory of relativity, re relativity talks about this, that that uh, that time will operate differently at different uh, gravity intensities. Right. And so there's whole movies based on this. Go see Interstellar. Um, but if I draw this cube, so there's actually a four, what they call a four dimensional cube. And guess what it's called? It's called a tesseract. <laughs> so, I wonder where they got what? the idea. Yeah, this is what I'm drawing here is not a tesseract. I'm not going to yeah. try to draw it. That's a piece but of I, ice. All I drew was a, a cube. All I drew was a wireframe cube. It's it. So it's eight squares, right? No, I'm sorry. It's six squares. <laughs> I can't count. 
I'm trying to explain physics and I'm not able to count. <laughs> like there's like numbers in it and stuff. So here's the thing about this wireframe cube is you can't tell which side is the front and the back, right? So try this yeah, at yeah, home, yeah. folks. Draw two squares <laughs> Come on, offset kids. and connect the corner. So is this the front or is this the front? Yeah, we don't know. And I saw this as a demonstration one time when someone was trying to explain four dimensions. They were saying, uh, you in your mind can flex this cube, right? I can make this corner the front or I can make this corner the front. Right, right. If something operates in a fourth dimension, it's, you know, it's like that. It's not bound by height, width, and you right. know, the way that we think of it. Yeah, well, and, like God. God can, God can bend those, those rules, and that's what miracles are. Right, which Basically. is why that, exactly, and that's why I say to critics like, like I said, atheists, or or even when we're trying to explain the Trinity. You know, last time we had Avery on talking about Islam and defending the Trinity, and and it's like, how do you expect me to explain something that doesn't make sense? You know, and right. and you know, it's it's higher than our understanding. Right. So um, it's in the fourth dimension. Yeah, and then there's you. You can go YouTube this. Go look up flat flat world. This is how they explain dimensions too. Do y'all know what flat world is? No, but I think it's like I flat earth, right? Yes. Well, the idea is that, oh. is that if I, you know, if there was a, a person living on this piece of paper, he would be two dimensional. Okay. My smiley face is upside down. And if I touched this piece of paper, I would be represented as a dot. Only the part that's coming in contact with this piece of paper. Right. right. So he could not perceive the height of my hand, say. Yeah. Okay. He so I thought of... The, the circle of your finger. Right. So think about a fourth dimensional object passing through three dimensional space. I'm blowing everybody's minds right now. Keep up with me. I'm, I know this is crazy. But when Josh said that the object was wobbling like this, I pictured this long cylindrical thing. What would it look like if it was passing through three dimensional space? You would only see three dimensions of it at a time. Right, right. So that would, you know... That would maybe so what, maybe what, cause what an optical are, illusion of, of right, movement. Right, right, What people are seeing is not, they're not perceiving it the way it yep. really is. Or like you, know who, you know who else talks about that kind of stuff is, uh, he's crazy Ezekiel. too. Is, uh, yeah, Ezekiel. <laughs> the wheels. <laughs> I know I just go. hogged all that time explaining yeah. physics. That's not what we're here for. Um, so. <laughs> no, that was good though. It's good stuff that it all connects together. But uh, David Icke. Now, yeah. David Icke is a he's a weird one. He's out there, but he's got some other stuff that's it's. I think he's tapping into the truth. He just doesn't quite know how to like Christianize it, you know. Yeah. But he talks about he's like there are these inter interdimensional beings, and they live in a fourth dimension that we cannot see. He's like you know, and he goes through the like wavelength of like light and how our eyes can only see certain yeah. prisms of light. He's like, but there's other things outside of that light that our eyes can't see and he's like that's where they are he's like we cannot see them and it's like dude that's why that's <laughs> terrifying that's yeah. good i'm actually glad y'all talked about the fourth dimension type stuff or like the different realities and dimensions because i remember uh renee's gonna bring up an man, altar call class. this is his fourth dimensional altar call no i remember i was in uh yeah we was in bible college and we was talking about two different instances in the bible where um I think it was Elijah. Someone correct me, but or Elisha, where they were praying to the king, and Elijah or Elisha saw the army of the Lord surrounding the other army, but the king didn't see it. Elisha, right? So yeah. they prayed again, right? It was Elijah. Elisha. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he prayed again for the king, and then the king was able to see 
the Lord's army surrounding uh, the enemy's army. And my professor just asked, he just said, do you think when Elijah prayed for him again, do you think his eyes were open to the fourth dimension, like to the spiritual realm where God yeah. is at? And we're like, man, that's a good question. And then we thought about this. We were talking about Adam and Eve and how they used to walk in the cool of the garden with the Lord, right? And uh, so they sinned and the Lord came, you know, looking for them. And now there says their eyes were open. Then he asked again, do you think sin is what separated human beings from living in the 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 fourth dimension where God is really at? Right. Because, you know, like, because part of the Greek word of sin is, 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 is a separation. It's a missed mark, right? Yeah. So like we we can even see like this when jesus comes you know whenever we place our faith in jesus our spirit gets justified right so that's that's one thing that was fallen gets redeemed then our soul mind will emotions get uh sanctified which is another thing that was lost to sin and then our bodies get glorified right which you know we don't really understand that part but anyways like jesus comes to redeem everything that sin took away so even the same thing like with the heavens Right. When the Bible talks about the heavens and then when we get to go to heaven, like Jesus says, he pre he he prepared a place for us. So anyways, it has got me thinking, man, like could sin be the thing that has separated us completely from seeing um, everything that God has created in this original entirety? Right. And it's an original form before sin came, because, again, I just think about, you know, Adam and Eve walking in the cool of the garden and then Elijah seeing the Lord's army surrounding the enemy's armies, because obviously that enemy army did not see the Lord's army. They didn't see it, but Elijah and the king did once they prayed. And it just kind of makes me think, I'm like, that was a time of where maybe like those dimensions crossed and the Lord opened the eyes and said, you know what, this is a reality that your natural eyes can't see because yeah, of sin. I definitely think, and I, I definitely think there's something to that. And again, that's why I like discussing this stuff because uh, I'm going to pick on atheists again. Uh, feel free to... <clears throat> dm or email us if y'all have feedback for what i'm about to say but yeah please dm them not me not I'm Renee. uh but i think that they question the existence of a creator of any sort of god any sort of spiritual being any sort of out-of-body experience whatever um but but when the next scientific discovery comes out that they're you know oh we found like when they found the, the the Higgs boson particle and and oh there's different energy fields and different particles and different dimensions and whatever, um, they they jump on that stuff like they oh this is science this is science so you're willing to accept that there's a fourth dimension that we can't interact with and there are even particles that pass that don't interact with with the Higgs field that this this energy field that we live in um, another science term we can talk about that another day. But you're willing to accept that there's another dimension that we can't see and can't operate in. And there's even things that we can measure that don't interact with, with where we are. But you're not willing to accept that there might be beings that maybe exist in that field or in that dimension. I mean, they that's... Can't, they can't even explain where consciousness comes from. How are you right. conscious right now? Right. How are you able to reason and think? I don't know. Right. Evolution. And maybe, and we maybe this idea... Way. Yeah, maybe this idea of consciousness or a spirit or, or like you were saying, sin. Um, I, I've heard, I, I would recommend everybody, we talked about Lord of Spirits, the Lord of Spirits podcast before. They have two whole episodes where they talk about what is a body. Like, does God have a body? What is a human body? What is an angel body? And the way they explain it, it sounds like a silly subject, but you need to hear the way they it's explain very it. very good. But 
but think think about this. You know, the Bible says that when Adam and Eve sinned, He gave them garments of skin. And so, what yeah. if what if they were they? What if Adam and Eve were beings that operated in, let's just say, another dimension or had access to to something that we don't have now because of our flesh, right? Heavenly realm because of our sin. So when he put on garments of skin, their their body, their their essence, whatever makes up humans, was limited and was cut off from that spiritual dimension, that spiritual realm. Uh, and I also expect a lot of people to say that sounds like New Age or Gnosticism or whatever. I'm I'm just speculating here. I'm trying to say there are things in science we've observed and things in the Bible that we can't explain. I don't see why there's not a possibility that these two things can connect. You know? Yeah, it never uh, did say that he killed an animal. Right, it doesn't have and to be a literal like sheepskin, animal skins. Like it just said, he he clothed them with skins. Right, so there's something about human nature that changed when they were cut off from from God. Right, Very um, much. so there there are people that believe that. I I think that I'll be honest. I think when we discussed that topic, I kind of shot that idea down, but I've looked into it since then, and it it's a little more appealing it's, to me now. It's plausible. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about like science fiction? Okay, so I love science fiction, like movies, and I love Alien. One of my favorite movies of all time is Alien, you know, from Ridley Scott. Um, where do you think people get these ideas from? Uh, you know, we talked about C.S. Lewis and Lord of the Rings and and Tolkien, and where did they get these ideas? These fanciful science fiction fantasy, like where does that come from? I think it's embedded in the heart of man. I think it's I think it's thinking back to what we used to be. Would you consider yourself a Jungian? What we're connected to? No, not at all. Um, but uh, you know, what's that scripture in um, where it says that God put eternity in the heart of man? Yeah, Ecclesiastes. A, yeah, Ecclesiastes. Solomon yeah, Ecclesiastes. Says yeah. And I think I think it goes along with that. It just makes me think like the alien stuff, the technology stuff, the ethereal fantasy technology. Like, is that, is that an echo in ourselves of, of what it used to be? I think that that's like what we were talking about earlier about the CIA, you know, maybe I think some of this is uh, real stuff that exists. Uh, I'll say uh, top secret undercover that maybe is being fed to media, you know, whether that's journalists, Hollywood music, whatever. Um, to program people or to prepare us mentally for the next breakthrough. And then some of it can be a cult because we know there's a cult ties in Hollywood. And so they could be experiencing what? things and saying, how do I put this in, a, in an interesting movie? You know? Uh, yeah. How can we so drink I, each other? You know, blood? I do. That's one see. of those things where it can be multiple different answers, but I think we've addressed those no, too already. No, I, and they connect with that. I agree. I agree. And one of the things I want to talk about, like the whole government thing. Um, I know at one time, I was kind of like, uh, I thought the government was good. Like, you know, at a younger age, right? I was just, everything that the government did was good for us and so forth. And it kind of went 2020 hit. Uh, I was kind of like, hmm, I can see why our founding fathers did what they did with the Constitution and the Declaration. Hmm, people in government are not always good. So now I'm, I'm, so now I'm thinking about, like, because the Bible says we're all sinners and we're all fallen, Right. There are godless people in politics. There are godless people who are in leadership. There are godless people doing that has influence on all these things. What's to say that godless people won't do godless things? 
you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I don't even put it past where our government and other governments are conspiring to do something evil and nefarious because bro, like, like David says, we, we came out the womb sinners. So we have a fallen decaying nature already. So who's to say that there's not an evil plot, right? Just like what Solomon said, nothing is new under the sun. Just what happened in the days of Noah is going to happen again, because that's what Jesus said is going to happen before the end is here. So Man, I'm I'm also with people who say, you know, it's government conspiracies. They're trying to hide something or do all of this, man. Hey, I'm with you because, you know, again, I'm not saying everybody in government is evil, but I'm saying that I don't put it past evil people doing evil things like that, you know? Yeah, so Most our definitely. Well, they're all drinking each other's blood and, and messing with kids, <laughs> bro. Like, the, of course, bro, the kids thing is ridiculous. I, I did notice that this congressional hearing uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Grush. Grush. I almost said Bush, and I was like, that's not it. Grush. Yeah, him too. He's a lizard yeah. man too. <laughs> hey, man. But uh, this did come out the week after Sound of Freedom was killing it in the box office, you know? So I. Do you think it was dude, maybe like a smokescreen or like. I don't know if it's trying to hey, throw people off the trail. We or would rather. We would rather blow the cover on our alien project than blow the cover on our children project. Yeah, I think that's part of it. It is very interesting. I I read this comment uh, not too long ago on Instagram. I don't remember what exactly the video was, but I screenshot the comment. I thought it was very interesting. Um, They said, isn't it funny how uh, just when everyone was talking about human trafficking and pedophilia, the government says aliens and UFOs are real. Don't lose focus. It is a weird and unique time because it makes me even think about, again, this is a speculation, but it makes me even think about when the whole Titanic submarine thing went down to see the Titanic. You know, behind the scenes, our, our government, the FDA, passed lab-grown meat that can be sold now yeah. in stores and yeah. restaurants mm. in California are now going to start. So, again, it doesn't... I'm, it, it, yeah. Anyways, I'm just thinking about that. It doesn't put it past me that something yeah. like that can happen because I'm even thinking about the Cash App thing, right? Cash App. I mean, our government went to pass Fed now. Cash App founder didn't want to do it, and then later they found him dead in San Francisco. You know, stabbed and like on drugs or something. I think that's got, what they said, right? He got, he, was, he got uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So. And and it was crazy because there was no record of him even having issues with drugs, but he just, you know, something happened. So now, you know, so anyways, it doesn't put it past me. Again, going back to the godless thing, godless people would do godless things. Godless people don't fear God because Proverbs says it's the fear of the Lord that keeps us away from evil. If you don't, if you don't believe in God and you don't fear God, you'll do anything because you don't care. So, yeah. And dude, and this is the whole, I think just it's, oh, it's been the biblical narrative. I think Josh reminded which you guys have been talking about all along on the podcast is just we're in a spiritual war i mean and evil people like you said renee are going to do evil things like how um, i think about how saul got a medium to conjure up samuel's spirit because he's curious and he wanted answers it's like people are going to do evil things and there's going to be a demonic response naturally to those things and so it's just it's really just what side are you on um, what are you standing for? So yeah. yeah, yeah, and and what I've been telling myself too is uh, whether the government is using this as a smokescreen or if this is a psyop, if they're you know getting ready for something else, 
Um, it doesn't mean aliens are or are not real. It just means the government has an agenda or that corporations have an agenda. And so, you know, as people, as you're uh, going through these issues in your head and with your you know, acquaintances and friends and stuff. Keep that in mind that that's really two different things. Uh, the government has its thing. Corporations have sure. their thing. Hollywood has its thing. Aliens could be a whole different thing. Yeah, you know? new, yeah. yeah a whole new corporation. They, they, no, that's true. They can have their own agenda because even, uh, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but for just from my limited knowledge of what I remember, like even the word fascism. Fascism has been, a coined thing because of what happened in the 20th century with Mussolini, right? But also fascism, I believe in its original intent, was actually talking about military corporations rising to power and influencing politics. Like our founding fathers kind of talk about those different things. So again, it doesn't put it past me, you know, that corporations, like you say, big tech, little tech, whatever tech, military, like just, just throwing all this stuff. It, it, it doesn't put it past me that they would use their influence, their money and things like that to push an agenda because it's like, dude, they, they want something. They're going to get it. Like people already know this phrase. Once you go woke, you go broke, but obviously companies are still doing it because the agenda to them is more important than their money. Their agenda that they're yep. pushing the worldview that they want people to adopt is more important than their money. You know, so and that's, the, that's their end there, goal yeah. is 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 propaganda, manipulation, cultural shift to where. And dude, how how evil is that, too? Because I remember, Renee, uh, we were having that conversation uh, not too long ago. Um, and I was just thinking about how I'm, I, originally my thought process was, you know, money is just going to triumph over everything in a sense where all these company companies organizations they're all run by money their main goal is money they Yay, want capitalism. money so <laughs> so oh but God. if they see if <laughs> but I'm if they kidding, see I'm something kidding. uh like sound of freedom that comes out and you know and the time it's been out it's received over 100 million um in profit and whatnot maybe we're these companies are going to start gravitating towards you know what because these other uh, movies with uh, these like they're they're actually coming out with these topics that we wouldn't think that people want to see but they do and it's it ends up being a really good agenda it's something that we should know about sex trafficking and those type of things but honestly my whole thought process is still yeah the agenda i think will still override a lot of these things like the evil like agenda it reigns supreme. Look at Disney. Disney is a prime example of this, which I think yeah. Disney passed on this movie, right? The Sound of Freedom. Um, yeah, I have something to say about that, too. Yeah, I don't know the specifics of that. But uh, if you look at Disney over the past few years, they have lost billions, with a B, yeah. billions of dollars pushing narratives and agendas instead of trying to make profit. And it's been year after year after year. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Almost to the point to where they're in talks of selling Disney to Apple, maybe. But what it's like what makes what makes a corporation just take an L after L after L and not change whatsoever? They're like, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Like that's insanity. That tells me they're not worried so much about money. Maybe they were at one time, but I think it's I think there's been a cultural shift to where money's not really the the point anymore. Yeah, we'll take it if we get it, but well, there's think about the elites. Indoctrination. Like there's, yes, there's. I think 
people, like really evil people who have a lot of money who are funding these things secretly when other organizations right. can't get the money. So we really don't know, but. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll add this too, because we've been saying like, oh, you know, they, they should be going where the money is, but if the tinfoil hat conspiracy, you know, whatever is true that I, I can't even say that because it's not a conspiracy theory. It is true that there are yeah, pedophiles in Hollywood. Exactly. But, but the, the real money is in trafficking kids. So, you know, you, you might say, well, That's why, right. why would they release, true. why wouldn't they release sound of freedom if it was going to be a, a big hit? Well, because they make more money trafficking kids. On the Sean Ryan podcast, uh, he did a three part series about aliens and one of the guys, I forgot which one, but he said, you know, the three most profitable businesses in the world is first is human trafficking, then it's drugs, and then it's war weapons. And, you know, and it's true because yes, Sound of Freedom is making a lot of money, but they're making more money trafficking people. They're making more money letting China send drugs across the border. They're making money prolonging us stories out here. I'm just I don't think it's a conspiracy, but they're making more money prolonging this war in Ukraine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, guys, all the listeners, y'all can stone me for that. But anyways, <laughs> no, no, no. our listeners are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Um, what, but it, do, you it's think, all... do you think the alien thing connects to human trafficking? Because I know there's yeah, stories. And Josh there's, is getting us back on track here. Well, I mean, I'm trying to connect it to the alien thing, too, because there's stories of women being impregnated by alien technology and then they're pregnant and they don't know how they got pregnant and then the baby is taken yeah which you know we as we've already said you could probably explain that three different ways they're making sure. it up it was demonic it's not but true. it's like why but if why people are really having this experience yeah yeah and then the baby is then taken yeah it seems strange yeah, man. Like a harvest. Well, wait. Kind now, of thing, you know? uh, Renee, you've mentioned before. I think it was Tim Tim Ballard in an interview talked about where these these traffickers are harvesting. Uh, I know this is very gruesome. I'm, I apologize to everybody, but oh, yeah. they're harvesting, harvesting organs from kids, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, it's they, kids factories. Yeah, that's what that's abortion what is. Was saying, yeah, that's why yeah, we push abortion. I, so parenthood. I was about to say. I agree. Been doing that and, forever. Um. And, you know, just talking about the human trafficking thing, I actually pulled up the episode. So in case anybody that's listening or watching, they they want to go listen to what I'm about to say. So if you go to the Sean Ryan episode number 66 with the U.S. Marine, he talks about his encounter with a UFO and men in black and how he saw a craft. And then he saw like four or five sea boxes or convex boxes being loaded into this aircraft. Uh, and, at, at, and and he says this in his you know podcast that. He didn't know what they were, you know, loading into the uh, to the aircraft or whatever, like spaceship, whatever it was. But after a while, he met with Stephen Greer, who's been like the UFO guy that's kind of like helping people and the whistleblowers and so forth. Mm, yeah, um, and again, guys, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm just going to throw this out here. I don't I'm not saying I agree with everything. And, you know, with Stephen Greer or whatever, I'm just throwing his name out there. But he did say that those things, I mean, uh the connex boxes that you saw was hosting humans because what's like, there's no better way to human, you know, the traffic human beings whenever a natural disaster hits. Cause that's what the Marine was responding to in Indonesia to an earthquake or a tsunami in 09. He's like, that's the best prime place to traffic people because people go missing 
during natural disasters all the time. So who's to say like a couple hundred people just don't go missing, you know? So anyways, I'm just throwing that out here. I know that's kind yeah. of like a huge speculation and people might deny it. But again, I say it's possible because godless people would do godless things. Why, why do you think a certain political party wants open borders? If you have open borders and you and you don't and you don't track humans coming through the border, they can wind up missing and nobody would ever know they were gone. I was just going to mention that and, because and that's happening now. Like a couple of weeks yeah. ago, there was a there was a hearing where uh, I and I'll um, I can't remember the woman's name. I can find it real quick, but she she said that she experienced this where the kids, you know, they're coming in. There's no documentation. And uh, and they're they're being sent to basically sponsors or foster, you know, parents with with no checks or anything. And these kids, you know, these kids just tend to disappear. Yeah. And uh, so. So, yeah, to, to circle back to your question, Josh, I think that the alien thing could be connected. Now, I don't know if they're harvesting organs for research and science, whether they're creating bodies. Because we we never finished the drone question earlier. Yeah. Uh, whether they're creating bodies, whether they're trying to clone humans and, uh, and maybe, or maybe have some hybrids or something. I don't, I don't know what their motivation would be for having human bodies or body parts. Well, I just recently, I just recently heard, uh, one guy say, this is on that ancient of days conference, uh, where he said that the cloning, the bodies and all that stuff is going to be the dragon's army at the end of the age. That when the spirits, the scorpion spirits in Revelation are released from the bottomless pit, they're going to go and inhabit those bodies and there's going to be a war, a kinetic war. It, it's so, it sounds so that's wild, like clone troopers in Star Wars. It, it's basically clone troopers. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like maybe building, maybe that building. was predictive programming, right? They're, exactly. They're telling it's us. like, where did he get the idea of that? But uh, yeah, it's like there's going to be a battle. And it's not going to be a, a ethereal, so you know, shooting light rays at each other. It's going to be a physical battle. Doesn't Revelation say like the blood is going to like rise to the, the horse's bridle? Revelation like 12 be, starts the war. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what did Alberino say about uh, like even like our bodies being like technologically enhanced so much to where we won't die? And he was saying like, you know, oh, like that? death won't escape. Yeah. He's like, In they Revelation will, they will about that. They will desire yeah, death and they won't be to able die. to. Yeah, they won't. They won't be yeah. able to. Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. And, you know, I, I don't put it past too, like what you're saying about the whole bodies and everything, because our military, especially all militaries around the world, but our military is always big on the super soldier programs or like the oh, yeah. future soldier programs, right? So the like, Nazis were let's doing. Let's keep advancing. Yeah, and what's funny about that is that's one of those things that has been in treaties before, where they're like, "Yeah, we all agree not to do this, right?" <laughs> right. And you've got right. China and Russia. <laughs> China's doing it right now. They have super yeah. soldiers. So we can't militarize Antarctica, right? Yeah. But yeah. We're over there militarizing it. Right. Bro. I did hear something uh, in that hearing with, uh, with Grush that they were saying, and maybe, maybe I misunderstood, but I believe they said that there is a treaty in the UN uh, or there's a, there's a clause or something that explains that if there were, if there were extraterrestrials that, that nations couldn't escalate uh, tensions or, you know, I don't know how he said it. We'd have to band together. Right. Well, it it made me think if anyone's familiar with the book Ender's Game or the movie, the movie wasn't great, but the book is awesome. But uh, essentially there's a one world government and all the humans team up to fight an alien invasion. That's, that's the basic premise of the book. And it's really, 
it's really interesting because it talks about the military side of it that where these people are going to fight the aliens but it talks about back on earth all the political moves that are going on it's it's pretty interesting but but that immediately made me thought again aliens don't even have to be real for this to be a thing true they could just be planting that idea and they, they just have to make people think there's an alien threat wow. and then they have to say man america and china have never gotten along but now we need to team up yep. to fight these aliens you yeah, know and you need to eat bugs while we uh live in the clouds uh right. what do you think what do you think about like um what do you think this it, what if the alien narrative is to it, they're trying to backfire it on like when jesus comes back I've heard like that Jesus is too, Jesus yeah. is not Jesus. He's an alien, and we need to fight him. And all the nations of the earth need to need to rally together and fight against this alien threat. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that a couple different ways. I've heard that. Same. Uh, now, of course, you have to be a pre-trib dispensationalist or whatever to to believe this. But I heard one guy say the rapture that they're going to explain that as an alien abduction. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to too. talk about es- we'll have to talk about end time views one day and explain yeah. all those. So preterism, so, yeah. <laughs> to be clear, though, you're not a preterist. Just tell no, everybody not, now. No, partial, partial preterists. <laughs> okay, partial uh, preterists. But anyway, they were saying the rapture was going to be aliens. The witnesses, the two witnesses that are mowing people down with flamethrowers, <laughs> they're, they're going to be aliens. Apache Jesus is an alien. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, man, yep. And we need to I agree. I, I just think, you know, Satan, obviously the God of this world, Satan wants to rule and he knows he's not because he already knows the end. But he that, that's the point of deception. You know, a lie is just telling some a lie is just not telling someone the truth. Deception is making someone think the lie is true. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why I think about like the whole UFO thing. Like, let's just say let's just say they're not real. And our government is just using this to get people to come together so that because it's like a new tower of babel that's exactly what the tower of babel did like exactly. there's nothing wrong with yeah. unity there's nothing wrong with unity but what the people in the tower of babel were doing they had unity without god you know and they wanted to build the tower to reach heaven because nimrod wanted to you know fight against god and say you don't you're not gonna drown us again so it's the same mm-hmm. thing yeah. it's it's yes exactly it's, it's like what mark driscoll said he said he was talking about abortion and all the demons like Malik, but he said look they're same demons they just have different names it's the same playbook. It just has a different name. Yeah, Josh, uh, this would be a good time to mention your conversation with Guy Malone. He was saying that uh, things that were called fairies and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. dwarves or whatever back right. in. Well, yeah, we talked a little bit about that on our Halloween episode. Like, okay. Y- yeah, yeah. You know, these fairies and nymphs and mythical beasts and creatures, like there's validity to that stuff. And it's not that there are fairies and imps and creatures, you know, from from folklore. It's they're really spirits and and nephilim spirits or demons or whatever, you know, these other sons of God. And there's uh, a lot more of this stuff that's that's real that we think is just folklore. That's why I love that movie Onward. Have y'all seen Onward? Yes, that's one Disney movie that they did really good on. It was this whole idea of like you know, these, these magical creatures like elves and fairies and all this stuff, they forget their past and they forget magic and they start living like modern lives, you know, like drinking coffee and like going to work and like all this stuff. Oh, and it's man. like, they forget the magic that's real, you know, in the world. And it's such, it, I think we're a lot like that where we forget our true yeah. story and our true history and how fantastic it really is. 
you know, because we're so modernized. And I think that's right where the devil wants us. That's right where the dark side wants us not to believe in the, the fantastic and to forget our history. Because if we know our history, we know who we are and where we come from. But if all that's mangled and it's, oh, it's just myth, it's story, it's, it's not real, you know, gods didn't exist and all that stuff. Well, then that doesn't that disconnects us from our true identity. That's true, because even like the whole mythology type deal, it it just that word in itself tries to separate you from the supernatural. And it's like, man, there is a supernatural. So, yeah, I, I totally agree, man. And just language, too, even that word myth, they've changed the yep. meaning of myth to say, you know, oh, well, it's not real. Well, that's not what myth means. Myth means it's a story that has to do with divine beings. It's a narrative of divine, divine things. And that, that's like uh, Derek Gilbert, who's, you know, talked with us, uh, the psyop, Satan psyop, you know, um, about all the nations having their own mythology. And, and you could even connect it to modern times where we have science, you know, like on Nacho Libre. Science. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, some things just can't be explained and people are forever going to try to find a name for it, but it doesn't change what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's true. So yeah, man. There's nothing new under the sun. Well, that's facts. Let's do. I can I can think of several things where we were like, oh, I have something to add to that, and we didn't come back to it. So maybe we'll do some shorts or something. But let's let's just do some final thoughts real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sounds good. We we did some we did some very encouraging Christian messaging up at the front, but let's close with some stuff like. Like final final thoughts. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first, but somebody like send if us... you ain't saved type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not not an altar call. Doesn't uh, have to be an altar boy. call. Altar call. <laughs> but just again, we've been talking about we've been talking about should Christians believe in aliens? Is it okay to believe in aliens as a Christian? And 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 what are aliens? What would be the biblical view? Which we didn't even really talk about Bible scriptures. We did address that like there are statements in the Bible that are absolute. Like another one that. Another one that I thought of uh, was in Colossians when it, it talks about uh, Christ as the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. And it says, for by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So there are absolute statements like that in the Bible that, you know what, if aliens are real, they fall under those categories. Yeah. They're in God heaven and them. earth, yeah. heaven and earth, visible, invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, yeah. authorities. If they're created, they are, they're created through him and for him, which means ultimately yeah. he has authority over them. And, you know, th- this just goes out. If, if anybody's listening that whether you're saved or not, whether you follow Christ or not, one day, you know, he's going to come back and, and the story's going to be over and people on his side, you know, are going to go with him and people that are not are going to go into eternal darkness, you know, or, or torment. And we can talk about hell another time, uh, you know, whether it's annihilation or eternal torment, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, you true. know, it's going to happen one day. Uh, and as, as C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis has said, like, you know, when the author of the play steps on the stage, the state, the play is over, you know? And, uh, and so that whether it's an alien ruse or whatever that the government creates one day, Jesus is going to step on the stage and shut it down. And 
that's going to be it. So yeah, we're we're on his team, so we don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So that's my final. I was going to say, I'll let y'all add. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I, I love that. I'm going to let you kind of keep that, man. Uh, that's encouraging. I just think um, ultimately, man, this conversation is not meant to scare anyone obviously these are <laughs> speculations <laughs> but again the verse i think another verse that goes through my mind is that you know you're not going to fear the uh the arrow by day or the terrors by night um ultimately like we're talking about right now we're on god's side we don't have to be afraid um yeah there's some weird things out there no question that we don't know what these things are and that's okay i think it's interesting to have these questions and just to uh, it's encouraging to actually have believers come together and discuss these things. And Renee, you've mentioned this before. It's, it's you know, these things aren't hills to die on or anything. We all know that we're, we're uh, in Christ and that's the most important thing. And so um, thank you all so much for uh, having us on this conversation. It was, it was great. Thank you, Luke. Let's all take up an offering for Luke. <laughs> He's the apostle. You know, I would say probably one of my, the final thoughts, man, I think, you know, for, for those who are listening and watching this, just like what Luke said, it shouldn't draw you away from God. You know, it actually should pull you in because, you know, everything is created by him and through him. You know, just like what Paul says, too, like how um, uh, everything is yeah created. Like He quotes that philosopher. You know, like that that Greek philosopher that uh, I forgot in him that. we live and move and have our being. Yes, we yes, are his and offspring. We move and have, yeah. So it's just overall, it's like, man, God is King. Jesus is Lord. You know, there's no one higher than Him because He says He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Like He's all of it. And man, I, I think this this conversation in general, man, helped me. Because I love the idea, again, just going back, that we get to have a conversation. We get to dialogue about this stuff. We get to present ideas. And I think, you know, if Christians are watching this and, and whoever, if they don't get anything else, they, they should just get this, that we need a dialogue with one another. We need to be bold and, and have confidence to have conversations and not be afraid of, you know, what what might happen and so forth, because this here is what builds unity. This here brings clarity because, man, these are godly conversations. You know, it's given us an opportunity to see things through a biblical lens and help us draw closer to God. So overall, man, I, I love the conversations. I love the dialogue, which, you know, me, man, I, I'm, I'm not afraid from, uh, you know, I'm not afraid of having conversations with people. I'm okay with it. I want to express the truth. I want to share some insight and wisdom, but I'm also willing to learn. So man, uh, thank you again for having me. I really enjoyed listening to both, you know, Josh and Ryan and uh, Luke and just sharing their insights because it helped me kind of like process some other stuff too and give me some other things to consider and pray and think about, you know, but overall, man, this whole conversation and all the aliens and UFOs, it does not shake my faith at all. Again, it actually gives me more confidence and more awe of God because the mysteries of God are there. And it's like, God, my finite being can't understand the infinite God. So this actually, this builds my faith. It excites me. And, and I just know that, man, my God is King. Yahweh is Lord. And, you know, like they do exist. He created them and he's Lord of all. So, so yeah. Let me just, I just want to throw this on real quick because I always try to give some practical input. And so 
I, y'all y'all just both kind of said like people shouldn't be afraid uh of talking about stuff like this or you know oh am I, i'm afraid if aliens are real or you know the government's trying to take over whatever um people a lot of times are afraid because they say i don't know what to do about it what should, what do we do what can we do i think that i think that the the simple answer is the great commission okay and and i try to i try to bring this up on every episode and again, this is why we do episodes like when we had Avery on to talk about Islam um, and we're going to have more apologetics themed episodes. Um, but uh, share the gospel with people. Jesus said, I have all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, so heaven and earth, right? All encompassing. He has all authority. So what does he tell us to do? Not go build ray guns and fight aliens. He says, go and share the gospel, go win souls and make disciples and teach them how teach them to follow all my commandments. So, um, that's why, you know, Josh and I love talking about the conspiracies and the philosophy and the, the weird things, um, and the mythology, all the ologies, but, uh, but the most practical thing anybody can do, uh, is, is share the gospel with, with people. And so, so don't be afraid, uh, be encouraged, um, I hope I didn't steal your thunder, Josh. I hope that's not exactly word for word what you were going to say, uh, no, but I, I, I had to get that in there. That's something that I try to do every episode. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, I mean, you guys all have a great perspective and you know, that's why we invited all these guys on. And I think I would say broaden your, broaden your perspective. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about, Paul tells us that, uh, that, that we're to go on to maturity. And that we're not supposed to stay, you know, infants in our faith, because um, a full-grown man in a diaper is not pleasant. Um, so let's let's push a little harder and a little further into our faith. Let's open our minds up a little bit more. I think we're so close-minded as Christians sometimes that we just we cause uh, we cause a lot of harm and disunity for no reason, really, uh, just because we think our our way of thinking about a topic is the right way. And there could possibly be no other way to think about this topic. Um, now, of course, like we said before, there are definitely closed fisted things that we do not discuss or debate. You know, that's Orthodox Christian doctrine. All this other stuff is up, man. That's, that's freedom that we have as free creatures to think and speculate about things like this that are just wild and out there. And it's really fun. It's really fun to be a Christian because we're the ones that have total freedom and we know who we are, where we come from, and we can speculate about all this stuff and not be scared and not be frightened and not feel threatened or it's fine. You know, whatever, whatever comes my way, whether it be aliens or the government or, you know, hell itself, it, bring it on. Doesn't bother me. Like we, the, the battle is raging, but the war is already done. It's already over. We're already winners. So we're just playing this thing out and, you know, supposed to be doing what we're supposed to be doing, sharing the gospel, like you said. But man, broaden your paradigm. Don't let, don't let something that, that could crush your faith, you know, like an alien presence, you know, or, a, uh, you know, an alien thing. Like, don't let that crush your faith. It's, it's, uh, it should help and not, and not uh, destroy you. That's good. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. It's the longest episode we've had in a while. Absolutely. I may have to trim it, it down. We'll see. <laughs> Blast out. Well, on that note, guys, we'll we'll let y'all go. We, re- Josh and I, really appreciate y'all being on, yep. and um, 
So and 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 we'll give everybody we'll post y'all's uh, social. This you know. was fun. You know, we talked about aliens, but we kind of talked about a bunch of stuff. Brought it back to the Bible and the gospel. Very good. Well, on that note, we'll let y'all go. Peace be with you. Thank you.